Styles and Watkins road trip to Radio Row in Las Vegas is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. For car maintenance from oil changes to tires and brakes, Jiffy Lube has you covered. Now back to more of Styles and Watkins. Special thanks to Jiffy Lube for making our road trip to Radio Row possible. Jiffy Lube, a proud sponsor of Sackdown Sports. And special thanks to Carlos Ramirez yes. for making me grab some tissues <laughs> know, during man. the break. Very nice Goodness. words from Carlos Ramirez. And be sure to catch him. Yeah. Talk about a rise, man. Actually, you know, I did yeah, something. Yeah, where'd you guys meet? Yeah, well, to be honest, I did something on my own YouTube before yeah. I was at Sackdown Sports. And you can check that out to kind of hear out. more about his story, how he came up, you know, not starting in America starting to speak in Spanish and now over here from soccer to baseball, now football, some of his challenges. So you can check that out and just hear more about Carlos's story because it's outstanding. Chris, I'm just double checking here yeah. because I don't know what's wrong with Vegas, but am, am I reading <laughs> this right? The the Nuggets are favored by one and a half uh, I'm today. sorry, is wait. That the, is that – Correct. Is Nikola Jokic coming here? Is he? Is he going to be in Vegas know. Yeah, today? Is, there's, there's, I, I don't know. There's no way. I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to get our people on that. Uh, we're, we. I don't get that one. Yeah, we're a little distracted here with all the stuff we got going on. Yeah, uh, maybe 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 like. Vegas is a little busy. You know, with with all their other stuff going on too, and they're just like, ah, it's fine. I don't yeah, know. because look. One, we are the Kings' flagship. <laughs> are but, they? <laughs> but maybe Vegas is saying this is back? what the Kings do. Right? They, they mess around, <laughs> but then when they, they get up four good teams, yeah. actually, based on their record, not really. Okay. But maybe. Hold the, on. Okay. And now I'm looking at ESPN.com. Maybe. Am I looking at the wrong thing? Yeah, you are. I'm seeing Kings two and a half point favorites. So I don't know what's going on. We're going to have to look, we're gonna have to look at injury reports. Uh, something is clearly going on. Like I said, we, we've got a lot of stuff going on here. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's that actually, to me right yeah. there says Kings. Two and a half point favorites. Wow, so they're that that's telling me. I mean, again, we haven't. I haven't looked at an injury report yet. Nikola Jokic is clearly, at the very least, questionable, right? <laughs> like, I would imagine like, so, or it hasn't come out let yet. Let me see here, and it will because that that would be something else. But it's also very Kings as we are. We've been giving people a lay of the land this whole time. And we didn't do too much star watching yesterday because we had so much right. going on. We did talk about Stephen A. and his purple suit. Yes. Okay, walking right Very by us. Purple. We just We just saw the playmaker, Michael Irvin. <laughs> he had a scrum with Flavor Dude. Flav <laughs> making an appearance. Flavor of Love for all you Flavor of yes. Love fans out there. And it's, it's more chill than yesterday for sure. Yesterday yeah. was insane. It's less hectic for sure. Yes. It feels like maybe there's some bigger names floating around <laughs> here, but – Definitely overall less people. Did you see that Andy Reid doppelganger walking around? Yes, and then you nudged me. We were yeah. doing an interview, and I thought, does Chris think this? First of all, do I think yeah. this is Andy Reid? Does Chris think this is Andy Reid? And he had a, a PR person. Dude. I mean, this is what I say. If you really want to hey, make it get in, where you in America, in, there is something for yes. everyone. Yes. I woke up one day, I'm going to be an Andy Reid impersonator, and here you are, Radio Row, with the scrum. Yes. You got people taking yes. pictures of a fake Andy Reid. Yeah. There's no excuse Look, for anybody. And you can do something. It was a one-for-one one sized replica also is what I would say. Yeah, like that's I'm right. very concerned that that man might be dieting in order to make himself look more and more like yes. Andy Reid. So uh, – I, I hope that that's just a situation where somebody told him one day, hey, you kind of look like that Chiefs coach. And 
not he made the he saw a niche and was like I think I think I could fill that. Speaking think, of yeah. speaking of, so I went down to to old Vegas or yes, downtown did, Vegas yeah. last night, and I was hanging out there, and I'm walking along Fremont Street. Right. Haven't been in a while. It's definitely weirder than I remember. Just and like I, more strange people. Yeah, it was weird. There was a big gorilla, Even for Ve- like, and I'm talking <laughs> about this dude was probably 15 feet. Yeah, and in a big gorilla suit. Right. He was dancing. He was oh doing a lot. <laughs> and I don't know what is going on, if it's the hot thing. Multiple Chucky impersonators or dressed up like Chucky. Chucky like Chucky the doll? The doll. So they got the head and, and all of that. I saw two okay. of them. I guess that's what's hot in the streets right now. We're on okay. Fremont Street. There were performers. So I forgot how bizarre Fremont Street in Old Vegas. Yeah, just in general. I mean, yeah, you kind of forget. I I walked down the strip yesterday, and you just forget how weird this place. It's just so much unlike anywhere else on the planet. It's Mm -hmm. so unique. Yeah, I saw. I mean, I guess it's a bit like Times Square. I did see like a poorly constructed Mario and Mm -hmm. Luigi on the street, hanging out with Spider Man. Yeah, that's Spider Man. But here's my thing. (laughs) And we were talking about going all in. That Andy Reid went all in. All I in. thought it was Andy Reid. Yes. This, that Spider-Man, that Spider-Man we, we're walking across, going to New York, New he's York. He's got PJs on. He, 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 he's, he's trying to be into the Spider-Verse. He's got a hoodie on. I'm thinking, dude, he's got like if a you're going to be out there in the cold, yeah. you got to buy in yes. and look like Spider-Man. Yes. Give me a stance or something. Give me something, bro. Give me something. If you don't want to be there, then don't be there. Yeah, exactly. It's like, come on, man. Is like, someone <laughs> forcing you to dress up like Spider-Man? What's yes. going on? And then I just feel like everyone is trying to get all – like, it, there's there's people – I can't tell they're wearing Super Bowl shirts, but they have yeah. – you know, they're like, hey, do you want a sticker? Do you want to take a picture? And I'm right. like, I feel like this is one of those situations where – I think you, you told the prayer book story on yes, uh, about on Bart, you on Bart. You, know, you want this prayer book? Yes. Okay, and then they take it if you don't give them money. There's a lot of people. There's guys dressed in monk, like head-to-toe monk garb. You don't think they're real? I don't think so because it feels <laughs> to me like they're just trying to pedal out like bracelets. Yeah, yeah, And they're just yeah. like trying to pass it to you. And much like your prayer book, I think it's one of those where they pass it to you right. without asking. You take it, and then they're like, give me $15. I, told, I didn't even say this like, one. No. I didn't even say this one. This happened to me. Yesterday, so I'm in Golden Nugget, you know, just trying to figure out what I'm going to do next. This guy makes eye contact with me, and he makes eye contact with me, and he literally – I'm not trying to be that guy, but I'm thinking maybe he listened to Sacktown Sports. Maybe he's a Kings fan. (laughs) I I don't know. We're about 10 to 15 feet away from each other. He he gives me the head nod, starts walking over towards me. I'm thinking, okay, where is this going? Yes. Comes right next to me. And then just points to his pinky, and he's got a gold ring as if I want – he yeah. wants – do I want to buy a gold ring off right. of him? I said, I, I, I'm, I'm good, buddy. Good. Thank you, though. Yeah. And he just walked away? Yeah, I, I just I, – I don't like – the fact, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm, this place is already trying to take so much money away from us. I don't need people on the streets as I'm in between the casinos also trying to take money from me. Vegas is, it's just, it's a, it's a different place, man. I, I, it's not, I'm definitely not looking forward to leaving, but man, it's, I'm, I can't wait to get back to Sacramento. And now that we took a brief respite from some sports, let's get right back into it with our guy, Takeo Spikes. 15-year NFL vet, public speaker, SEC network <laughs> analyst. Public Dale, speaker. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. We saw you, you just finished your own thing. Yeah. You coming over here, so we really appreciate that, man. How's it going? Yeah, man, I, I appreciate that, bro. We, uh, you, you left off one of the most important things. Okay. 
49er. Creator. Oh. Okay. Behind the Mass podcast. <laughs> okay. That's what I was over there. I was leaving it for you. I was leaving it for you. I see it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm picking up it's called what you the law. There yep. you go. Yep. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, man. We, we were chopping it up with Elijah Moore. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. You know, he, like, I was like, Elijah, I've never seen you really on mainstream media yeah. or on a podcast. He was like, yeah, man, I, I just kind of stay out of the way. And, you know, once I got the New York stuff behind me, mm-hmm. you know, now mm-hmm. I'm locked in. So, it, it was good to, to get his perspective, what yeah. he's thinking about, you know, what drives him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's, that's a little bit what we do on the Behind the Mask podcast. Yeah. We yeah. just chop it up and talk as if we're just sitting in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, you know, the and the whole thing is now with all this content, you got to be different. So the Behind the Mask podcast, talk about how you're making sure that you are unique from everything out here and we know you know you, you're doing a great job with it but for those who may not be listening yet and want to check you out what differentiates you from everything else that's out there i think we wanted a few podcasts you know a lot of podcasts entertain mm-hmm. but with us not only do we entertain but we enlighten yeah mm, mm, inform, i like yeah. that we inform we that's educate different. people yeah. on the topics and um I, I, I immediately think about this one time we did an episode show, and it's about it makes people uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but like using the N word in the locker room. Mm. Sure. Mm. Wow. And and uh, that's and what made this this conversation so good. It was between myself and one of my white teammates, mm-hmm. and he really wanted to understand like why do y'all say it and I can't say it. Wow. You know, yeah, but it, but he was coming at it in terms of education, well, education. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people miss that. Like, oh, so somebody don't tell you what you can and can't say. Mm-hmm. It ain't about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're not you're not picking up what I'm leaving behind. Right. right. So it was like being able to to have a good conversation and candid conversation amongst everybody. This this got all 53 guys in the locker room talking. Yeah. But we all walked away and nobody felt a certain way. He knew how we felt as blacks, Mm -hmm. culturally, how we use it. And we knew how, what he meant from just posing the question. And so a lot of guys walked away from it just saying like, wow, you know what? I never really looked at it that way. It's just exposed. Awareness is the beginning of change. You can never change if you're not aware of what you're doing. And that was the conversation that's about. And that's what we do on Behind the Mask Podcast. Wow, yeah. man, that's that's dope right there, man. Yeah, that's, man. I'm, I'm glad you went to that situation. Well, first of all, we got to dispel something because we didn't ask them, fellas. Yes, I know. <laughs> Takeo or Takeo? Let's end it right here. Yes. What is it? Takeo. Takeo. Okay. You know, Tequillo. Google, the pronunciation got it wrong. <laughs> when you click what? on it. Yeah, when you click on it, it says Takeo. She says Takeo. I See? played it. I don't know who you got to call. <laughs> I'll, I'll show you after. It's K-A-Y. Trick. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Takeo, I was, I was curious. One of my favorite 30 He, he just did. said it. Yeah, See? Yeah, he did. just oh, said it. One more damn time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah, get yeah, up over yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a radio rookie moment right there. Takeo, excuse me, apologies. Uh, one of my favorite 30 for 30s is the War Eagle Roll. T- I'm sorry, War Eagle Roll Tide uh, 30 for 30, and of course that's mainly focusing on the Alabama and Auburn rivalry. You are a main feature in it. You're awesome in it. Give real the intensity yeah. of that rivalry. Uh, just what are your thoughts on the fact that a huge figure in that rivalry, Nick Saban, no longer at Alabama? 
really want to know the truth? <laughs> uh, yeah. I want, I want the behind the mask, yeah. the behind yeah. the mask answer. Yes, there you go, Jay. Thank you, Super Producer Jay. Thank you. That's the way to put it. Nick Keep Saban, it clean. Nick Saban accomplished a lot. He sure did. But I am so happy his ass is <laughs> It was almost like we, we, we reached out to the other teams in the SEC and like, all right, dog, we got a shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we got a shot. Yeah. But, no, man, it's salute to him. He's, he's one of my all-time favorites. Definitely GOAT status. Yeah, without for even, sure. No question. <laughs> <laughs> As Laura Britt walks up yeah, and, and, and gives some love to Takiyo. I miss Laura. We, we had some good times doing the shows together. Mm -hmm. And uh, I still get people hit me up to this day. It's like, hey, man, you think you, Dante, Laura, Joe, get back together? Man. I'm like, yeah. On our own dime probably. Yeah. But, man, we, it was a great experience. But Nick Saban, going back to finish that point, I'm, 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 glad, I'm glad he's gone. I'm sure yeah. Gone. yeah. Like, you know, my perspective. Right. Like, at one point, we beat Bama four years in a row. Right. But after when Nick Saban was hired after that, yeah, you know, we got him a couple of times. Yeah. That can be here, man. He, he definitely has ran the table on us sure. more so in recent times. So, salute to him, but I'm glad he is gone. Yeah. Because now, <laughs> you know, we, we, we got a chance. We got yeah. Hugh Freeze. I like some of the moves of what sure. we're doing. I still think we need more pieces yeah. to the puzzle. But uh, Hugh is a great recruiter. And I think he's a great talent evaluator. It's only a few coaches, man. If you think about it, it's only a few coaches that you really fall in love with because of the brand, the style of football that they play. Right. You know, and Hugh Freeze is one of those guys. Yeah. Lane Kiffin is one of those guys. Mm -hmm. You think about it. Lane Kiffin getting cats from California. Man, who flew from California? <laughs> And they right mind want to go to Oxford. Dude, right. I say it all yeah. the time. But yeah. I'm just – but it's, all it's, the it's time. a huge – I'm not knocking it. I'm no, just saying absolutely. it's a huge it's a compliment. To, yeah. It's the brand of style. It's the brand of football, yeah. the style of play that he brings to the table. And that's something Elijah was talking about too, what separates him, what makes him different. So, that you know, Nick Saban is in that same difference. Hugh yeah. is the same person. Hmm. Yeah, talking to Takeo Spikes, 15-year NFL vet. Takeo, let's talk about it. That the linebacker core for the Niners, right? Yeah. We've had people on. I know you've had people on. I don't know what your – we'll get to your pick at the end, but your percentage is about 80-20, everybody picking the Chiefs. And I think the Niners, people are being prisoners of the moment because the Niners defense hasn't played great. That Niners defense is being slept on a little bit, especially those linebackers. Yeah, they are. Mm -hmm. And uh, rightfully so. I get everybody reservation when it comes to that. Yeah. To be honest with you, I got a little reservation. Mm -hmm. mm. But I ain't betting against my boys, though. That's right. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I had a lot of my friends that say, I ain't betting with your heart. Mm -hmm. Well, it starts there. You got to right. have heart. Yeah. Yep. But I, I truly believe we talk about certain coaches bring a style of play. Kyle Shanahan is another coach. Absolutely. And so, for me, I, I think this game is really going to be won with his mental mindset, how he approaches the game. I think they need to establish the run and do it early. When I look at Baltimore, Baltimore really let Kansas City off the hook yeah. with the lack of rushing attempts that they tried or didn't try. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's one of the things that the 49ers need to get going early. And right. I think if they can have some success early, the defense will thrive off of that. Mm. One thing I can say, what we've seen out of this 49er team, that what we never have seen 
is usually when they get down in the second half, they're not going to be able to pull it out. Right. They've done that numerous yep. times this past year. Yeah. So for me, it's the belief mm. that these guys have. And then also just Brock Purdy making plays, man. Like he started off the last game, what, five straight incompletions? Yeah. But came back and, and led him on a win. And yep. he showed something that we had not seen before. Yeah. He turned into a scrambler. So mm. for me, that shows the growth of I know what this is supposed to be open on this coverage here. This is where I'm supposed to go. But at times, you got to improvise and make plays, and that's something that he did. So I give him a lot of credit. That's the reason why I'm going with the Niners. Zakia, before we get your uh, prediction and your prognostication, something I've always wondered and something I've always wanted to ask you and I haven't had the opportunity, the neck pads, man. You know, you were one of the, the, the last the, the last of the dinosaurs to wear the neck pads, the Brian Cox, man. Why did you rock them? No, I didn't, I didn't wear it. But the, the, the cowboy collar? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that was in college. I know, but why? Why? why uh, yeah, why, why did I, you do that? Besides safety, common sense, yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I just saw a lot of my teammates in high school catch stingers. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So I was like, all right. So I'm looking on TV. This is during my time. Derek Brooks, he rocking the cowboy yeah, collar. Yeah. You see Brian Cox. Yes. Throwing, you know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. Can't really say what I want to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, I'm like, all right. All of these are ballers. Marvin uh, Marvin Lewis. Yeah. Was it Mar no. Played at Florida State. Marvin uh, Shade Tree linebacker won the Buckets Award. Oh. It'll uh, come back to me. Yeah. I want to say Sims, but that's not it. No, no. Uh, Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones. There you go. Marvin yeah. Jones. So, like, that's. I was like, I'm going to do the same thing. Yeah. But honestly, I am so glad I did because it it keeps you from having the stingers. It keeps you from having neck problems because mm. you got extra support. So, got you. And for me, I was already in the weight room anyway doing extra <laughs> neck exercises. I did not even know my damn neck was that big until I retired. I, I got I to tell you something before we get you out. Straight up, bro. Well, because we know you picking the Niners, right, when we're, we're doing our research here. Takeo, I type in your name. Just I just got the Takeo. And you know what comes up, Google, the third thing, Takeo Spikes Neck. neck. Yeah. It comes right on up, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's beautiful. It's be you worked on it. You yeah. worked on you earned it. Earned it. Hey, I tell people, don't blame me for your shortcomings. That's mm. right. That's exactly. right. It's multi-purpose. That's, that's right. <laughs> that's things. right. Takeo Spikes, thank you so much, man. We know you rocking with the Niners. They get number six. Check out the Behind the Mask yes. podcast. They are doing sports talk in a unique, different way, and they're enlightening people in each and every episode. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate it, guys. Thank All right. Got to get to a break. When we get back, more Styles and Watkins. Sacktown Sports live from Vegas. Thanks to Jiffy Lou. Radio Row coverage from Las Vegas is brought to you by Jiffy Lube, your road trip headquarters. We are back with Lee Steinberg as we're already getting the conversation started. Awesome. Super agent. Yes. And you are a Berkeley guy, Cal Berkeley. I am and spent a lot of time in Sac City uh, studying for the bar. There you go. Well, let's get wow. right into it as we, as we are discussing... Being an agent, right, you represent Talanoa Hufunga, unfortunately, out for the season. How does one get into being an agent? Obviously, you got to study and become a lawyer, all that jazz. Or maybe when did you know you wanted 
to be a, a an agent? How, how did you how did it all unfold for you? So you got to go back in time. Okay. Uh, this is my 50th year. Mm -hmm. So when I started in 1975, um, I was a dorm counselor in an undergrad dorm at Berkeley. And they moved the freshman football team into the dorm. And one of the students was Steve Bartkowski, the quarterback. He ended up being the very first player picked in the first round of the 1975 draft and asked me to represent him. So there wow. I was, brimming with experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had the first pick in the draft. And uh, uh, so the way most people would get into it is uh, to start networking, to build a profile for themselves, to either get a job for someone else or to start their own practice. Right. Um, and I always tell people the key study is psychology. Mm. You can anticipate human behavior. Uh, you can work your way through life gracefully. Um, and listening skills. It's the ability to draw out another human being and cut below the surface so that you understand their deepest anxieties and fears and greatest hopes yeah. and dreams. But anyway, this is 50 years for me this year. And wow. wow. Tomorrow's my 37th Super Bowl party. Wow. wow. That's incredible. And, yeah, I mean, you mentioned you, you had a first pick in the draft. I did some research. You had eight, You have eight number one overall picks, 64 first-round draft picks. I had a question of when did people start coming to you, but it sounds like it started that way. It started with somebody coming to you. How does that kind of work with somebody seeking you out versus maybe you seeking them out? So in most cases, it's the parents that I'm talking to first. And so in many cases, a father, a mother, or an uncle, someone will reach out and ask if they can talk to me. That doesn't mean I'll necessarily sign that player, sure. but it means that they're interested in doing an interview. And so you lay out a whole plan for what uh, <coughs> path through the draft, uh, into the sport role model so what i'm looking for is young men that are willing to retrace their roots and go back to the high school collegiate and professional community and set up programs charitable foundations so i had a client work done a running back who just put the 200 single mother and her family in the first home they'll ever own by making a down payment. Right. Or you have Patrick Mahomes, who's got 15 in the Mahomes, where he helps at-risk kids, kids in hospitals, a whole different uh, uh, group. But these are athletes who understand the profound power they have to make a difference in the world. I'm talking to Lee Steinberg, super agent. You just mentioned Patrick Mahomes helped negotiate deals for players including Troy Aikman, Steve Young, as we mentioned, Patrick Mahomes currently representing Talanoa Hufunga, just to name a few. It is said, right, that you are or you were the inspiration for Jerry Maguire, famous movie. Everybody loves that movie. How did that all unfold? So Cameron Crowe, the writer-director, had written a book called Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Right. 
that was a very funny movie. And he asked me in 1993, could he follow me around to pick up atmosphere for a film that would involve a sports agent? Wow. And so he started following me. He went to league meetings that were in Palm Desert that year where I was showing off free agents. He went to the 93 draft where Drew Bledsoe was the first pick, and, and my client came up to the press conference, went to pro scouting day at USC, came to games with me. Um, and I told him stories, lots and lots of stories. And then he went off and wrote the script. I was also technical advisor, so my job was to make sure to vet the script yeah. so that the look, the feel, the dialogue doesn't seem stilted or phony to you. Kind and, of bumper rails almost. Right. Yeah. And then he uh, assigned me some of the actors to keep but Gooding Jr. and I went down to the Super Bowl in Phoenix and I made him pretend he was my wide receiver client <laughs> for a week. He hung out with Desmond yeah. Howard and uh, Monty Toomer. And um, uh, I actually had to show the quarterback in the film, played by Jerry O'Connell, how to throw a spiral because he had gone to NYU and they didn't have a football program. Wow. So uh, it's been 26 years now, and uh, every time I walk through an airport or, or go out to dinner, someone runs up to the table and either says four words to me or asks me to say four words. Yes, of course. Of course. Show me the... Yes, there yep. you go. There you Absolutely. Go. <laughs> uh, is there any commonality that you see? I mean, yeah, you, you've had so many greats uh, that, that you've represented. Is there any commonalities that you find between those legends? Yes, they all have the ability to compartmentalize, adopt a quiet mind, and respond to crisis and adversity. So you take a quarterback and the delineation point is franchise quarterback yeah, so who's right. that that's someone yes. you can build around for 10 to 12 years right someone that you win because of rather than with yes. and ultimately someone who in adversity thrown a couple interceptions the crowd is booing you've got uh, uh, the game getting out of hand now what does this yes. player do can they compartmentalize, adopt the quiet mind, and elevate their level of play to take a team to and through uh, victory. And that's the key point. If uh, life will push us all back, but can you be resilient? Yeah. Can you perform in the moment? And that quality is what you're looking for, which is common. That's awesome. Talking to Lee Steinberg, legendary agent, Lee, you've been around for a very, very long time. I got to ask you this, your thoughts in this changing landscape, the NIL. What do you think about it? Are you dabbling in it at all? What are your thoughts on the NIL and the college landscape? I think it's been the biggest uh, revolution in uh, college sports ever that I've seen. And if you look at the profound changes, conference realignment, I mean, all of a sudden the pac 12 is... Pack two. Zero, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, that's a huge change. Gambling in the games, a huge change. In NIL, uh, they created a concept in California. It was actually passed in Sacramento. It was Nancy Skinner, SB, something or other. And um, California passed a law that allowed NIL and the hiring of a marketing uh, director or marketing uh, agent. Um, but now it's being used in recruiting so that you have 
big universities with active alums who own businesses yeah. forming collectives and they supplement the revenue that can be offered. So now you have a high school uh, player and you have different colleges offering them different amounts of, well, you come here and you can have $5 million endorsements. Yeah. Here we guarantee you $10 million. And the same thing for Transfer Portal. So right. it really has created a system where the four or five big conferences are so elevated compared to the rest that they will sign all the four, or five, six star players. Right. And we won't even have an NCAA governing those conferences because they'll do their own negotiations with the networks yeah. and they'll uh, set their own rules up. From a, a business perspective, what would winning a Super Bowl do for Brock Purdy? It will take him from being a reasonably well-known player to being a household name. Because what would happen is the quarterback who plays dramatically and wins this game, and I've had Troy Aikman do it and Steve Young do it and Ben Roethlisberger do it, goes into the celebrity-making machine we have in this country, yeah. which is late-night talk shows, early-morning talk shows, People magazine, and gets comes out of this game and name and lights. And, yeah. and so I was uh, coming back from Troy Aikman's first Super Bowl that he won back in 93, and we were in a limo, and he said, well... Uh, what do you think? I said, well, do you know what just happened? He said, yes, we won the football game. I said, no, you entered the game as Troy Aikman, good quarterback, and you left Troy Aikman, superstar. Yes, yes. Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Yes. And, and he said, oh, I don't know about that. And then we got back to the hotel, and it was completely mobbed. He couldn't <laughs> right. even yeah. get out of the car. There you go. Lee Steinberg, before we get you out of here, thank you so much for joining us. Legendary agent, do you think Brock Purdy gets it done and enters that new realm of superstardom, or will Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs capture another Super Bowl? I think this will be a game very similar to what we saw in the playoffs so far, which comes down to the last drive or the last quarter. I think it's going to be very tight. Um, uh, now, remember... I have totally mixed loyalties because right. John, John Lynch was my client as right. a player. Right. So uh, I have mixed loyalties. I think Kansas City by a point. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You Pretty heard it here game. first. Lee Steinberg, super agent, picking the Chiefs to get it done. Lee, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your time in Vegas. Thank you very much. Thank you. Got to get to a break. When we get back, more guests, more Niners talk. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, live in Vegas. Thanks to Jiffy Loop. Our Styles and Watkins road trip to Radio Row in Las Vegas is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. For car maintenance from oil changes to tires and brakes, Jiffy Lube has you covered. Now back to more of Styles and Watkins. Joining us here, here our conversation with former morning show talk show host, Mike Golick. Happened on these Niners airwaves. Can you <laughs> confirm that the Niners 
broke the Eagles. I mean, is that unbelievable? <laughs> yeah, His crazy. team that was 10 points up in the Super Bowl, <laughs> right? And now a couple of years later, they're going to be on their third O coordinator and third D coordinator mm, yep. I, in that in that amount of time. It's stunning because even when they were 10 and 1, we were wondering, they don't look like the team that was no. in the Super Bowl. But we were yeah. also saying that about Kansas City, right? Yeah. you know, when they went through some troubles during the year. And then I think it's a lot of it started quite honestly when they when they didn't bring back um, some DBs, didn't right. bring back some linebackers, let them all go. Mm-hmm. I think their cap number at linebacker was so far under the average in the league. Mm. So it's like they didn't really fill that position. And yes. then on top of all that, those guys got hurt. DBs got hurt. Now your back seven is injured. You change from Desai at calling defensive plays. You put him up on the booth. You let Matt Patricia start calling. Yeah. You really yeah. started changing things. And I think it kind of steamrolled on him. And and we know football is a physical game, but it can get to you mentally. When things aren't yeah. going well, yeah. now you kind of end up on the sideline going, what's going to happen next? Yeah. What's the next shoe to drop? Right. So. I'm still amazed that, again, they're going with new coordinators. Maybe it showed you how important Gannon and Steichen were right. yep, when, when they were there and how yep. much they're missed. Yeah, and on the other side of the matchup, the Niners, they kind of built their defense yep. around their defensive line, taking one of the Eagles, Javon Hargrave, oh, to their own side. Been huge. How, how much do you just love being a former defensive well, lineman? How much do you love that style of play or so, that team building? So what I like about them, it, 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 you're going to be a – a top team, you got to have depth on your D line. Yeah. Unlike the O line that plays the same five, you know, for Every 80 snap, plays, yeah. and they have to watch D linemen roll in, yeah. you know, on yeah. fresh yeah. legs. So, San Francisco can do you get Eric Armstead back, yeah, uh, as well. Uh, I called the Green Bay game, the, the, the playoff game there, where both these playoff games didn't start out well, especially yeah. the Detroit game. Yeah. And Brock was really off in that Green Bay game, yeah. just missing whether it was the ball was slippery, whether he just had an off game, whether it was, you know, he had 19 days off because he didn't play mm-hmm. in week 18. Right. Whatever the reason was, they didn't play well, but were able to come back uh, and win. And I talked to Trent Williams earlier this week, and I said, what the hell happened? I said, listen, I've been in locker rooms where it doesn't go well in the first half. I said, what went on in the locker room at halftime of Detroit? Yeah. I said, was there a whole lot of, you know, uh, words spoken yeah. and helmets flung? He said, amazingly enough, it was really quiet. Yeah. Because we knew we got our asses kicked. Yeah. There was nothing we nothing could do about say, that. Right. And Fred Warner said the same thing. All we said was offense, when you get the ball, score. Defense, we got to stop them. I mean, football can look like rocket science, and it will in this game because the amount of motion we're going to see <laughs> with both Casey and San Francisco, and especially on Kansas City side, defense p- players playing up, six at the line, but only four come going for confusion. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is, it's a game of one-on-ones. Yeah. When Christy McCaffrey catches a, a little swing pass, right. he's going to have one guy in front of him to start right at the line of scrimmage. Right. Yeah. Who wins that battle? Does the defender make the tackle, or does Christian McCaffrey shake him? When Brandon Ayu catches a slant or Debo Samuel catches a slant, is he going to get tackled right away, or is he going to go for an extra 10 yards? These are the one-on-one situations that that are are the reason the game is won and lost. Talking to Mike Golick, host of Gojo and Golick on DraftKings Network, also sideline reporter for Westwood One. So we're going to try to ask this in a different way because you got your own show, so you're on the other side (laughs) right now. Are you willing to say – that Brock Purdy is a top 10 quarterback in the league right now. I, I don't know how you can't. Mm-hmm. Right. He's, he statistically had a better year than Mahomes, had one yeah. of the best seasons yeah. as a quarterback, you know, for, for compared to other quarterbacks. So much is laid on the fact of the talent that he has. Yeah. I, I, I say it this way for people when you watch a game. 
since Kyle has been there, I believe they're number one in the in, in the league in yards after the catch. When I just yeah. talked about short passes. First off, Brock doesn't just do that. He leads the league in yards downfield. Yep. Right. So he throws yards, the ball yep. downfield. But when you throw a swing pass and you want yards after the catch, that ball's got to be perfect. Yep. If that he's ball's trying, behind yeah. the running back, he ain't getting yards after the catch. When you throw a slant, if that ball's lower behind, you're not getting yards after the catch. So it's not just a completion. Yep. It's is it a good completion that gives your receiver a chance to continue running with the ball? They need a metric for that. Th they do because yep. it is just people watch it in the game. Yeah. Watch how the short passes are caught yep. and how the receivers can continue with the ball. Brock is great at that. And then, you know, listen, I, I everybody heard Cam Newton say he's the 10th best player on the yeah. team. Mm -hmm. and, and you can debate because, listen, San Fran has a lot of great players. Yeah. No doubt about it. They have the best roster in the league. But when he said he can't be a game changer when you're the 10th best player, I completely disagree with right. that. He has a ball in his hand every single play. As I said, I called the Green Bay game. I thought that pass over the middle to Juwan Jennings on the yeah. big third down play. Yep. You yeah. know, where Juwan climbed yeah. the ladder yeah. and got yeah. that. So he can make those plays. Yeah. He can put the ball where it needs to be. But he does have great receivers. But so what? There are other players, you know, teams that have great receivers and great yeah. uh, pieces of the puzzle as well. He's a great point guard that can dish it out. Two things, game manager and analytics are F-words in, in, in football, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And, and it's, yeah. they're so misunderstood, both yeah. of them. Mike, I'm curious to get your thoughts on, not that it's looked incredible, especially this season, but what's impressed you most about the post-Tyreek Hill era of this Chiefs team? Well, they find somebody, right? You yeah. have the staple, the staple in the Hall of Famer, Travis Kelsey, yeah. right? You struck gold, just like San Francisco struck gold with Brock Purdy. You struck gold with Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's I mean, true, that right? dude is a mean runner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he's a seventh rounder, yeah. right? Yep. So you struck gold with that. You made some nice move getting some O-line. Remember Trey Smith, the right guard. Remember before he started, they brought in Kyle Long mm -hmm. to right. be yeah. that guy. Yeah. And Kyle Long got hurt. Trey got the start yeah. right away and has developed into a fantastic player. And then it was like, okay, who do we get at the wide receiver position? That's where we were wondering, what are they going to do? Yeah. Rasheed Rice Rasheed takes Rice. over. But remember, they led the league in drops mm -hmm. with 33 as well. So it's, it's, and then a big, big plus to a guy who walks into the Hall of Fame as well, and that's Andy Reid. Andy Reid is one of the great coaches we've seen in this league. Yeah, talking to Mike Golick and somebody trying to get over the hump that Andy Reid had in Philly, yeah. that, that Super Bowl victory, Kyle yeah. Shanahan. Do you think Kyle Shanahan gets it done? We need your Super Bowl pick on Sunday. Who wins? I can't pick because I'm calling the game. Okay. Okay. So there you go. I got to be Let's professional. Go okay. Yep. But I will say, mm -hmm. I think the most pressure is on Kyle and John Lynch. Yeah. Because they have put together the best mm. roster. They, they, Especially John, you're living off the stain of you took Trey Lance and gave up assets for him, and yeah. that blew up in your face. So when you miss on a quarterback, it hurts. But made up for it, obviously, with Brock Purdy and has the best roster. But you got to get the payoff. Yeah. You can't have the best roster for a couple of years yeah. and then not end up at the top of the mountain. So, to me, that's where the pressure is. Mike Golick, thank you so much. This has been outstanding. Yes. Chris and I, we listened to you for years. Yeah. Continue doing what you're doing. Catch him on Westwood One, sideline reporting, host of Gojo and Golick on DraftKings Network. Thank you again. You Enjoy it. the rest no of your problem. time in Vegas. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Mike. All right. You got to get to a break. When we get back, more Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports.